Blog Talk Radio. You know that I got it anytime you desire. Hustle always ain't stopping. We live with that ending fire. Fire. Get it straight to the point, no chaser. No false facts and no faker. Cast her on your way. Yeah. That independent loser. Put a little bit of inspiration. Put it off to the side. To the west. Everyone in this nation. Never be good at celebration. With a girl in motion and an RP folk. Switching the key. Don't feel no sleep. Giving the game on all we know. So. Would you please pay attention? Trust me if they're really on your own trying to get it. Need an idea how to make your wishes. Get it from the soul, trying to do it in your head. Even if you can't lose, if you've been battered and bruised, this is exclusive for you. These are the tools. We about to bring you the screw. When they before it was cruel. Carolina. 
And so there's like the governor's palace is still there. And, you know, um, there's a great African-American history tour that you can take. And, you know, there's a lot of culture and diversity in the city. A lot of people, when they move from, you know, up top, they come to Newburn because it's great. It's good for golfing, you know, fishing and all that stuff. Well, that river um, flooded on, like, it just, you know, it crested, I guess is the correct word, on Wednesday. And so now on Monday of this week coming up, the river is expected to do the same thing on top of the flooding that they've already experienced. So, you know, my family was very fortunate. Um, Material things can be replaced. But, you know, lives can't. So, um, like I said, here it didn't hit as bad as they got it. You know, we got some threading, some shingles missing, you know, stuff that you could just knock back on. Um, but, again, nowhere near as bad. And condolences to those families who lost uh, loved ones through the storm. And I, it looks like I just jumped right in and talking about death because it was just there. That didn't have any more. But... We normally kick it off with the birthday, so I do want to start with um, birthdays and then backtrack um, to the beginning of the week. So celebrating birthdays today, okay. Saturday the 22nd, Michael Rainey Jr. turns 18. You know who that is? Hell no. Uh-uh. We ain't about to do that shit. Not on here. You know who that is? Oh, Tariq. He you ain't getting Michael, no love. You know who Michael Rainey Jr. is? Yeah, I do. He ain't getting no love from me. On Indy Fire, he said, she said, hell no, nah, tell me. You better tell, parents. you better tell, not, nah, you better tell Tyreek happy birthday and quit playing. That nigga is 18 now. Man, hell no. Nah. Yep, and maybe he's grown. He old enough for these hands. Tell him it's on site. That's all I got to say. But do that shit here. <laughs> yes, Tyreek is 18 today, so. Mm-hmm. All that shit talking now, yeah, he's a grown man thing in somebody's eyes. So, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. have you seen, um, there's a, I don't know if it was you all to tell it or somebody. There's this video where this dude steps in the elevator, and yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he, he was in on it. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it don't count because he was in on it. But um, I actually did see something where the writer, I was watching an interview with the writer, and she was saying how she felt sorry for him because she like, he a lot of people be fussing with him. Like, we be joking right? and shit, but, like, people actually see him and be like, he needs to respect his parents. They be wanting to fight him when they see him. <laughs> I mean, I personally want to fight him, too. But, like, she's like, I feel bad for him that, like, people actually take themselves that serious. Yeah. He was like, dude, come on. You need to be able to differentiate between power and real life. And this is real life. And nah. Like, no, it's they not. do it too good. I am to whoop your ass. Yeah, I wish you would. And also celebrating a birthday today, Mr. Cow is 48. Yo. Mr. Cow. Oh, shit. Hey, is he free? Or is he in jail? Or is he, like, free? The last I heard he was in jail, but, but that's been a minute, so I don't... Yeah, I don't know, because he, he can't keep his hands to himself. Right. <laughs> you know, he, he, don't, he don't know what no means. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, on Friday the 21st, Jason Derillo turned 29. Oh, and Wale turned 34. Yeah. 
Let's talk about uh, 20 years now. We'll move right along from now. Thursday, Thursday the 20th, uh, was really nobody. Like, I mean, I'm still with some people, but like nobody that I've I heard of, you know? Um, other than Sophia yeah. Loren. Uh, she was a movie actress, or she is a movie actress. She turned 84, and she still looks good. Like, she got to be mixed with some black or something. Um, because she still looks good for 84. They don't say very basically, you know, those other people. So, she got some color in her, you know, somewhere. Wednesday the 19th, um, TV host Jimmy Fallon turned 44. I thought he was older than that. And Sanaa Lathan turned 47. On Tuesday the 18th, Jada Pinkett Smith turned 47. Looks like she's like 27. Ugh. Mm-hmm. And Angela Simmons turned 31. You know, that's, that's Rare's daughter, right? Yeah, she, I don't know, like, she kind of cute, but then, like, she kind of looked like she got a touch of flow to her, too. At least, I don't know, that might be a new thing. Kind of, <laughs> kind of throws me off a little bit. <laughs> well, she turned 31. Um, and also on the 18th, Ricky Bell turned 51. You know who that is, right? Yeah, yeah. New edition, well, Bell 54. Yeah. Yes. 51. <laughs> On, um, oh, yeah, slap it up, flip it up. What, how it go? That slap it up, flip it up, rub it down. Oh, no. There you go. That's them. That's that with you, though. On the 17th, yeah. Monday, Daniel Brooks turned 28. Do you watch Orange is the New Black? <clears throat> no. No. Okay, for you all who watch Orange is the New Black, that's Casey. Casey turned 28 on Monday. And on the 16th, my mom birthday was, Sunday, was a Monday. Uh, hold on, my mom's birthday was Monday. Oh. And can't let that go. Thank you for that information. Happy birthday yeah. to, to Rich's mother. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people never tell parents thank you. And I used to do that to like guys that I dated. I used to be like, yes, tell your mom and dad thank you. Um, you know, because without them, there would be no you. So, you know, happy birthday and thank you, Mrs. Rich's mom, because without you, I wouldn't have this awesome, awesome co-host right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the 16th, well, Sunday, got a lot of birthdays. Nick Jonas, you know, pop singer Nick Jonas and Jonas Brothers, he turned mm-hmm. 26. Flo Rider turned 39. Tyler Pratt turned 32. You know who she is, yes, right? She is. I, I know. I mean, did a lot of things, but like I swear, um, the Proud family, her Penny Proud is like all I can remember. And whatever the show she was on with Flex, that she was like yeah. the daughter. Yeah, she was one on one. Okay, there you go. Do you remember? Um, do you remember when Flex was in a Verizon commercial? No. Yeah, man. Like it, it was sad to tell. I, it's like it's a Verizon commercial, and like he not talking. And I'm like, I swear, if this nigga don't say flat ass, <laughs> by the time this commercial over, <laughs> it's about to be some sad shit. And he yeah, ain't I'm say flat ass. I'm like, damn. I do remember it. I probably do remember it, but, you know, I got that bad memory, so I don't remember. But mm. also on Monday, I'm sorry, Sunday the 16th, uh, Metro Booming, you know, music producer. Yeah. He turned yeah. 25. 
Yeah, and pop singer Mark Anthony, that's J-Lo's, one of J-Lo's ex-husbands, the one she got the twins by, um, he turned 50 on Sunday. And he looked here. He he looked his age. Got yeah, he did. But you know what? We got to call him. I'm going to add him okay. in. They might want to say something. If not, you know, cool, sitting there. You can listen, you know. But I'm going to go ahead and add you in. So call yeah, up every code 921. 901, the hey. How you doing? What's going on? How y'all doing? Good. Doing How good. are you? I'm doing good. Doing excellent. Um, Your voice man, happy birthday, Mark Anthony, man. What's, what's good? Happy birthday, Mark Anthony. What'd you say? Your voice sounds very familiar. Who do we have on the call with us? It's Slug Lovato. Nah, well, to hell. Thank you for joining in today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where are you calling us from? For sure. Calling from Memphis 10. Represent. Oh, that's what's up. I represent. That's but, yeah, like, uh, what's that? Sorry, I didn't mean to you cut you know, off. or have you heard of um, Mind Frame? You said Mind Frame? Yeah, he's a rap artist out of uh, Memphis. I have not heard of Mind Frame. Uh, believe it or not, I do respect the legends in Memphis, and I do know some of the uh, newer Memphis artists that have uh, made a name internationally. However, I'm not really a Memphis rap fan, which is kind of sacrilege, you know, being that I'm <laughs> from, from out here. I'm more of a Houston rap fan, New York rap fan, and West Coast. Yeah, so you don't rock with King, uh, King Pan Skinny Pimp at all, or uh, Tommy Wright the Third? You don't rock with another man? Tommy Wright the Third. Um, I remember his his quarrel with uh, Bone Thugs. Yeah. And uh, I remember that much. I remember some of the beef that he had with Bone Thugs, and some of the you know him being a part of the the three six. Um, era, but um, I'm only 23, so I was born in 95, so I I was born around the end of um, some of that stuff, or like mid to the end of the, some of that stuff. I actually uh, more or less grew up listening to uh, Big Pun, Biggie Smalls, okay. etc., uh, Joel Ortiz, um, artists like that. So like, um, Nobody believes I'm from Memphis, basically. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't sound like I'm from Memphis. I don't talk like I'm from Memphis. I don't. I don't dress like I'm from Memphis. I guess like people always assume that I'm from the East Coast because of how I talk and everything, my swag and everything like that. But like honestly, the only reason that is is because the artists that I grew up listening to were from the East Coast, and that was the you know. Like I said, I was my my parents didn't raise me. Big Pun raised me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. But I'm pushing what I'm doing. I I'm working on my album right now called Dog Radio. Um, it's definitely gonna be it's gonna be illy. But uh, I don't want to release anything of mine yet until the album is done and I start releasing singles. When the album's done, then I'll release singles and build up to the release of the album. So I'll be sitting on the album for a little bit. Um, I, I don't really have one particular style that I do. 
I don't have one mm-hmm. particular influence. I have various influences. So you'll hear a little bit of everything and, and what makes me original. Uh, but I'm also pushing for Woke TV. I'm a product pusher. Um, if y'all don't know what a product pusher is, product pusher is a supporter and a street team uh, fan, whatever you want to call it, um, who supports and helps push Snow the product and her music. So and okay. uh, all of Vibe High, all of uh, Woke. And uh, I was gonna uh, came on to ask if y'all would be willing to, uh, if I could make a song request uh, to premiere a single um, on y'all show. Uh, from Snow the Product, featuring Drum. What do you think, Akia? Yeah, I don't, I don't see why not. If you'll get the information to my assistant, um, let me provide you with that email address. Get it to him, and then All we'll right. get it um, on the show on location. All right, hold on one so, second. So, are you ready? All right. Yeah. Let me get that down. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So what? What's the address? Uh, the email address? The email address would be e n d i e f as in Frank i y a at gmail dot com. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna ask you one Bio. more time. It's just uh, on, fire at gmail dot I n d i e F I Y A E N D I E E N D I E E N D I E F I F I Y A Y A at Gmail at Gmail Gmail dot com. Right, I'm gonna ask one more favor. That's all right. <laughs> Go ahead. Y'all mind if I spit a little something for the for promo for the upcoming album? Go ahead. Man. No, Go by ahead. all means. Go for it. All right, well, y'all, this is the type of heat to make the bird hot. Witness the fire that burn the eye like souls, making the bird rocks. Thirst for the first stop, murk in the verse, lock them in the church, block the emergency first, watching my herd flock. My birth was the worst part of the saga that created a third option. They gurgling the word cock to the fiddle away to my girl flock. Crime scene tape, I'ma leave taste, money gone in the speed chase, but the purse drop. Mighty cones want a turf cop, but I'm alone in the dirt plot. Now I mean it's a thought talk. Now I'm in the me to me in the gun cock head looking like somebody puss pop, feeling you shrug off, body to drug off. Took the Mac in the lunch box, so the rug off the bridge in the hut sign. Bitch, you had to come up, this is not a for discussion, switch a matter to the man had to tell them what a mask made from the skin of my victims. I'm in living conditions, I'll lose any program for visit, but I'm an angel with additional premeditated sense of the murder these bitches from the family that I envision. Detectives asking the alias with DNA saying in the back of the Mercedes with pickle away with escape the strip. Sobriety favorite, never me, I got too many, I'm catering. Anger, they never get to play with the toys again and use the body to toss them like crazy chick. Cage me in, no matter what day it is. Holiday will never remain the kid who police already done in the way with bitch. It's more than me, a sorcery, a torture scene. The Lord of Demon, corporate Greek, couldn't afford this scheme to torment me. Should I quarantine the 43 portions, sleep for the morbid decent, make me sick. Ooh! Yeah. I, I definitely hear the big fun in there. I definitely yeah. hear that. <laughs> Appreciate that, man. So, how did you find out about the show? I, I, what I do is I go on Blog Talk, and I, I'm on a couple of like things like this. I go on Blog Talk, and I go and I'll search, and I'll see like podcasts and stuff like this, and I'll just call in and be like, 
you know, hey, yo, like, I, I have a little weird weirdness about me. I'm kind of weird. So, like, I'll call in. I'll be like, yo, like, anything that says hip-hop next to it, I'm going to call that shit. I'll be like, yo, like, what's good? We'll talk about the topic, topic whatever. But at the same time, I'll be like, yo, let me spit some shit. And then once I drop that and blow their wigs back for a minute, they got to dust it off, put it back on. And they're like, yo, let's let's talk. And that's, like, my marketing strategy in a way because I've done it before. Well, Crunchy Black from 3-6 Mafia was actually on one of the shows, uh, Unsigned Hype. And uh, uh-huh. man, I came in and I did some stuff on there. And um, I guess, like, some shit kind of went down with that, actually, because I went on another night drunk as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was a little bit lit. But what happened was um, ended up becoming kind of um, a situation where I was like, yo, they wanted me to, to, to sign with this label or distribution or something. And I said, yo, that's cool and all. But at the same time, I still, like, if I'm going to get signed to anybody, it's going to be with Woke, because that's what I believe in. That's who, that's who I believe in the most, the snow. So um, if I'm going to sign anybody, it's going to be either Woke or Strange Music or Tech 9 That's the only people that I accept the contract from. Uh, so they're like, well, if you're going to, you know, ride with our label and you're going to just leave our label to go to a different label, then we don't want you with us. You know, why would I waste our time? I'm like, but if it's for a distribution, then you're still going to make money off of any album that I, you know, put out. You know what I mean? Obviously, you you believe if you believe in me enough to make an album to put it on your distribution and release that for uh, a contract for out for one album or maybe even two albums, and that and that shit drops and it's fire and, and it makes the money, then well, what are you losing? Your investment in that made you money, so like it became a big ordeal. Yeah, and what they said. So, and they they didn't want fucking with it. They weren't fucking with it. the idea of me going uh, to another label. They didn't like it. I mean, it's all good. I mean, yeah. it's, it's wavy. But at the same time, it's like, what What do you expect me to do? Like, these are my influences. These are my idols. These are the people that, you know, I'm, I'm a soldier for. I'm a soldier for my people, my rasa at the end of the day. But at the same time, you know, this is my rasa. You know what I mean? Like, they put on for the Latinos. They put on for us. They put on for um, the world and, and on a world platform. So who, who would even sit there and tell me that, I'm 23 years old. I shouldn't be able to be tied down. I shouldn't have to be tied down to a contract or anything like that. Um, I don't have no lawyer. I don't got that. Why Why am I being tied down to something like that? You know what I mean? Because I want to do something different. I don't know. It's just it's confusing and blow my mind out the water, honestly. Do you have management at all or anything like that, or are you just doing it all on your own? Matt, I'll tell you like this. I started rapping when I was 12. And I was recording since 2000, 2008. Mm-hmm. And I, I opened up for a lot of a lot of artists, went and I, I did my own little tours that I funded myself when I was like 15. I was uh, not, I was on a verbal contract uh, with American Recording Studios in Memphis. And Thanks Compound, they want to change my image to look like some Justin Bieber Latino kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and I didn't yeah. want that. You know, I wanted something different. I would say, you know, I'm grimy. I ain't like that. You know what I mean? Like, so I ain't, I ain't the preppy kid. So, like, everything kind of switched up from there to me, like, you know, not having management. And I had my own little recording studio in my in my house. So I was doing shit. And my homeboy shot himself, almost died, everything. Like, it was a whole bunch of bullshit. Um, so I had to leave the house I was staying at with him. Um basically a trap house where, you know, 
Yeah. Uh, and we fucking we left, and uh, he was in the hospital. Didn't know my boy was gonna make it or not. And I just ended up in a fucking uh, a hostel, sleeping on a on a hostel bed, in a church. So I was like, I had my recording equipment in my friend's car. So um, I finally talked with somebody, and they're like, Yo, we'll put you up, and and when we'll put you up in a pad, we'll put you up in a spot. Let's see what goes on. You know, let's talk about it. So the, the shorty that I ended up staying with, she actually uh, seemed like a cool person. I knew her through somebody who knew somebody kind of thing. You know what I mean? And uh, we were talking about it, like, you know, hey, let's get it down, uh, you know, all that shit. So next thing you know, uh, I'm staying at this bitch's pad, and then she fucking, uh, she gets pissed off because I'm behind on rent once. For the time, I wasn't even staying there, right? So then she takes my fucking, uh, she locks, like, locks me out the house. When I wasn't even there, she locked me out the house. She took everything that I had, my desktop, uh, my laptop, all my shit, all my recording equipment, things that I worked on since I was 12 years old. Took this shit and tossed it into a random dumpster while I was at work. Came home to the door locked and didn't get a text message. I ended up back in Mississippi getting a, a text message about that shit. You know, saying, hey, we, we took, you know, we took his shit. We threw it in the gun. You know, all the bullshit, man. Fuck, fuck this shit. So yeah. now I'm here yeah. where I ain't got no studio, was you, was you, nothing. Was you smashing this shit at all? Nah, man, she's a, she was she was dyking though. So like, you ain't mess with this chick at all. Like, she ain't go to hell no. That's a, that's what that's what that's what fucks with me the most. That's what fucks with me the most though, cause I ain't give her the dick. I could understand like she'd be mad if I gave her the dick, and then like I was like, no, mm. but you know like, but that's not what happened. She was just I don't know maybe she she was a feminist. She hate men. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I could tell. Shit, <laughs> that ain't no secret at this point. She one of them SJW type, you know what I mean? Like social justice type, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm down yeah. with it. I'm a brown beret. I'm a brown beret. You know what I mean? Like I, I rock with I rock with the Panthers and the Braves. You know I don't see why people, you know, want to say that I'm not down for the uh, for the cause or whatever because I don't run with the with, with liberalism. I'm not I'm not liberal. You know what I mean? I'm I'm more on the line of kind of like a. I'm almost a, a central anarchist in a way. Like I don't really believe in Americanism. I'm more of like anti-colonial stance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, so so saying that, like, what would be an ideal world for you? Like, what's an ideal society for you? An ideal society for me, an ideal society would be autonomy for communities where the people run their own shit, and like sovereignty for indigenous people because. Indigenous people got the shit into the stick in this continent. Um, I think that black communities need to have their black Wall Street um, before, you know, um, gets torn down again. You know what I mean? It doesn't need to get torn down again. We need to have our own communities and our own autonomy. I don't believe in um, a white supremacist society. I don't believe in an imperialist society. I don't believe in um, – I mean, I can understand why uh, there's an economy – Every every government has an economy, but I don't believe in capitalism being ran by corporation. You know what I mean? I don't believe in this corporation, uh, you know, political climate. So, like, do you talk about that in your music at all? Like, from time to time, I do. I, like, I talk yeah. about what I talk about a lot. I talk about how we need to decolonize the music industry uh-huh. because I feel like. The music industry is being ran by people who don't know what the fuck hip hop was about or is about. Um, for one, for two, I feel like um, 
we need uh, one other thing I talk about is 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 La Migra, ICE immigration. Talk about them. Talk about how my people were here for thousands of years, and why the fuck are we being treated like aliens in our own ancestors' continents? And I feel like um, the the cradle of civilizations uh, need to be addressed, such as places like Africa, um, you know, Mesopotamia, etc places where brown and black people ran this continent before. Um, and, and there's no disrespect to my white homies and my white friends, but I'm just going to keep it real. Like, they got that Neanderthal DNA in their ass, and they don't understand what the hell's going on, really, when they're rocking with us. So they they don't get it. They, don't, they really don't. Oh, man. I don't know because it's like they're not affected. You know what I'm saying? I think, like, that's the biggest thing. Like, I think until the unaffected terrorists must be affected, there there won't be any real change. That's my personal. Opinion. I mean, they affected. They affected. I will say this: they affected by poverty, you know. But they're aiming the finger at the wrong people. They're aiming the finger at, at brown and black people because that's what Fox News tells them to point the finger at. It. You know, like really, they they voted for this motherfucker who was a maniacal billionaire who wants to run the world based on his ideas of corporate gain and his ideas of business, but. You know, and he's a racist, misogynistic asshole. But at the same time, it's like, yo, like, yeah, white people are affected, and 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 by financial classism, we're talking classism at that point. But when it comes to racism, white people ain't facing shit when it comes to that. That's just my, you know, my take on it. And there is no reverse racism. I want to just no. go ahead and say that I'm tired of motherfuckers saying reverse racism, this and that. You know, and Kanye, motherfucker, man, oh, my God. Y'all got me started. Kanye, what the fuck, bro? All right, so I get, yeah, Kanye, he made his, his comments about slavery and then went back and he he apologized. But I you know who I agree with in this situation. I, like I said before, I agree with Charlemagne on this. Kanye, sure, he apologized. And and Charlemagne, the one thing I do disagree with him on is that uh, he said, oh, we should accept the apology. But I kind of, you know, I agree with other people when they say, yeah, okay, so he apologized. But how do we know that his apology was sincere and not to, you know, I'm upset because you're upset about what I said. Not I'm upset because I knew what I said was wrong. Get my drift? Yeah, I'm, I'm picking it up. Yeah, but I mean. I just, I mean, you asked, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, nah, like, what else, what else, do you got anything else? Like, I, you know, like, you really just free flowing, you know, with, with your words, like, you got anything else you, you want to talk about? Uh, I also feel like there is a lot of colorism and, and like, the beauty industry, fashion industry, and hip-hop as well, and... I feel like, you know, that kind of is kind of two-sided in some way because what I grew up with, I'm light-skinned, so I grew up with this whole, ah, you ain't you ain't one of us enough because, you know, you're, you got a white father and you got white blood. But I'm like, but, bro, like, and, you know, especially people from Latin America that are telling me this, other Latinos, yeah. I'm like, bro, you got Spanish in your blood. How did that get there? That came from the rape of our indigenous women and black women. You know, they, that's when the Spanish came and they raped our, our, our grandmothers. Our grandfathers were bastards. You know, they were assholes. 
they were fucking colonizers. You know, that's not our fault. You know, but we we gotta represent our culture and our heritage and put it on the map and do what we can for ourselves and do what we can for our people and then show solidarity with other people in the struggle too. You know what I mean? But when it comes to colorism, man, it's just a weird scale because then you have people who look like me uh, being presented on Telemundo, Univision, and other places, and they're they're the main people that are getting the voice out. You know, especially what they really love is a is a is a light skin liberal. Um, they're representing an eth- an ethnic. Uh, group, and they don't want a dark-skinned person on that platform talking about it because mm-hmm. then they're going to be seen as uneducated and and, and dirty and uh, violent. You know what I mean? So, so what do you think it would take for the world to accept a person of darker skin to be in that position? Educate, educating our people, educating ourselves. Uh, breaking through the chains of mental colonization, you know, uh, looking at it like, hey, you know, like, where did this come from? Where did this mentality come from? It has to be addressed. Um, Stop looking at it like, you know, hey, I'm this way because that's what my mama said. I think that's an opt-out, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's a cop-out every time people say, like, you know, oh, I'm this way because I was raised this way. That's the same thing that Ku Klux Klan motherfuckers say. I'm a racist because uh, my granddaddy was killed by a black man. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, just because your parents raised you that way doesn't mean you have to be that way. And your parents no. are probably raised that way because their, grand- their grandparents were colonized and their grandparents were colonized. Take it back. I bet you trace back enough. We'll go back to the plantation, to the slavery, and to the, to the sugarcane plantations, and et cetera, and the haciendas where they were telling us that we were no good, dirty-ass Negroes and, and, and spicks. So like, so let me ask you something. <clears throat> so like, you just you, you seem very enlightened. Like, where did your journey start? You know, like you said, you're 23. Most people at 23 don't even think of this type of stuff. So where did your journey start on trying to gain this knowledge that you have right now? I was 17. I came across um, a friend of mine on a a party line. Uh, we used to go on there and we rap battle and stuff like that on this little party line, and. Um, yeah, are you familiar with the uh are you familiar with the uh, the battle rapper from URL named Big Cannon? Yeah, yeah, I'm a battle rap fan. Like I I know all about so, URL, KOTV, yeah. RBE, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm in, I'm in the culture. Well, uh Big Cannon used to own a, a chat line before he was before he blew up. He was just mm-hmm. starting off with Smack and he was doing um he was doing shit with a hat and stuff like that and different, you know, uh, he was doing shit in Chicago and, mm-hmm. uh, he had a little battle rap chat line where we go on battle and freestyle and different shit. So I ran into this dude. Uh, he's a Lakota native American from the, uh, I say indigenous person, fuck the word native American, but, um, and he's indigenous Lakota from the Pine Ridge Indian reservation. And me and him chopped it up. He started rapping. He heard me rapping and we just chopped it up. And he's like, hey, man, um, you know, I'm on the res right now, man. Like, the wish there was rappers like that here. And I'm like, what the hell is a res? <laughs> you know, I'm like, we, like what, what is a res? He's like, reservation. I'm like, what's a reservation? Like, reservation for what? What, what restaurant? 
You're like, no, 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 you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, an Indian reservation. I live on a reservation. I'm like, explain. So, like, me and him chopped it up for a couple hours. He explained. And I'm like, I was like, no, I don't know. I, I, I'm just I'm just a Mexican. You understand that? You know, um, I'm Mexican and Puerto Rican. So I'm like, that's what I am, you know. But I didn't realize until, like, he said, well, then you're Indian. I said, como? <laughs> you know, what? What did you say? He's like, no, like, you're an Indian. And I'm like, I'm an Indian because where? He's like, no, you don't understand. Like, so-called Latinos are indigenous people. And I'm like, ah, get out of here with that. I didn't believe him. So I had to look it up on my saw research. And I came across this school called the Mashika Movement and a, a bunch of different, you know, things. Um, a lot of knowledge popped up about our ancestry and stuff like that. So I just studied for years and years uh, um, all the way to where I am now, gathering this knowledge and going through, uh, I guess, an image change, really who I was, re-identifying myself, because I looked at it like, you know, I'm not European, I'm not American, and they're like, oh, how are you not American? You're an American citizen, right? And I'm like, American citizen by the standards of people who put it on paper when I, at my birth without my without my uh, say-so. I'm an American citizen systematically, but I'm not an American system. I'm not an American citizen by heart or by spirit because my ancestors were from here. You know, we were here before that shit. You know, we weren't before there was America. There were Mexico. Before there was Mexico, our ancestors were traveling in trade routes. Um, Africans were over here trading with us. Everything, you know, like they didn't. They don't understand that history. They don't get it. So, like, I just had to attain all that knowledge, gather it up, put it, put it in basically who I am, and 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 you know, build my identity off of that as I grew. And like, sometimes I'm down on myself about it because I'm I'm. But I had to remind myself, like you said, I'm only 23. Sometimes I screw up, and I was raised and I was raised in the hood. I was raised um, around people who they don't care about this shit. They just care about getting money. They care about selling drugs. And I just got tired of it. You know, I'm like, my little brother, I just found out my little brother is involved with meth dealers. And I'm over here thinking, like, about his safety every night now, you know, because I'm, like, worried about this shit. You know, like, I'm just tired of gangbanging. I'm tired of drug dealing. I'm tired of that lifestyle. And I'm tired of it being... um, I'm tired of it being represented in hip hop and, and made into something like uh, that we're supposed to be somewhat proud of. Like, why are you proud of flashing your guns? Like, you got 15 year olds flashing AKs and and, and, and throwing them off, and you know, you got the extendo clips and grenade launchers and shit, and you just all waving them around in your in your face, the cameras, and yelling around and, and like, yo, you know, squad this and squad that, and like, I don't get it. I, I, I get it from from an intellectual standpoint, but from an emotional standpoint, I don't understand why we are still in this spot at this point when we have all this knowledge in front of us. People using Google for the wrong for the wrong thing, man. You could go and look up all this knowledge in front of you, but y'all over there Snapchatting and Instagramming it. Fuck, man, I don't get it. I just I, I don't know. I'm, I'm 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 too I'm too old in my mind for for the young body that I'm in. So what do you do, like, for people like that you come across? Do you try to educate the people that you come in contact with? I, I, I do my best. But honestly, nine times out of ten, they don't want to hear it. You know, don't talk to me about the political bullshit. 
<laughs> you know, it's like, oh, I don't want, I, I, I don't, I don't want to sit in history class at school. Why would I want to sit in history class with you? You know, like, it's always this sentiment of cognitive dissonance with our people. I just, I know, I just wish that we would wake the fuck up and look at life through our ancestors' eyes because wherever we walk, you know, and people don't realize this, wherever we walk, we're walking on sacred ground for one. For two, the next generations, 500 years from now, they're going to be, archaeologists going to be digging up twerk videos? Really? We're gotta be with somebody's ancestors, and we acting like we not, you know. But we we got a little bit more of the show that we gotta do. So for sure, uh, appreciate we you. We enjoy having, having you on. Yeah, we appreciate having you on, but we gotta let you go at this point. We gotta finish the show. Totally. All right, man. So you know, email her assistant. We're gonna premiere that track, and we'll get it with you later, man. All right, bro. Y'all take care. All right. Yeah, peace. Interesting to say the least. He, he for his age, um, very knowledgeable. And it kind of reminds me of, um, oh, all I know is his real name. Oh, Rap Star, um, Hurricane Cam. Um to link up and sit out and 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 debate a lot. Of I think they could talk. It's I, honestly no joke. If they started talking today, they may wrap up the conversation <laughs> <laughs> by the next episode of He Says She Says. Yeah, yeah, that's how deep um, Hurricane. That's how deep is. they are. Yeah, and how deep he is too. Um, most definitely thank you for calling in and shedding, you know, um, the light on some things, dropping knowledge, you know, on some things that people may not have known about. Um, those platforms are very important. We don't like to get too political on this show, um, but those platforms are very important. Um, and I do feel that they are incorporated in the music industry. Um, that's one reason why we're bringing a new show starting in November. Um, Butterfly Kisses, uh, to talk about uh, chauvinism, socialism, um, sexism within oh, the music oh, then you industry. Gotta, you got to have him on. Oh, most definitely. So I know you're still listening. So make sure that you're giving, you know, your contact information to my assistant so, you know, we can get you back on a show for real, for real. Um, you can also follow yeah. the show um, on uh, Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. It's just Indie Fire. Um, you know, make sure you're following us so you know when that show um, launches. Um, but most definitely, we want to have you back and give you your time, you know, um, on the show. But um, I think I stopped at what we talked about, birthdays, talked about death. Oh. So marriages, marriages. Nobody really got married um, that I know of. I'm going to say that I know of. Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin, they were um, spotted walking out of a marriage courthouse. In other words, um, a courthouse that's known for issuing marriage license on Thursday the 20th. Now, it hasn't been confirmed whether or not they simply picked up a license or if, in fact, they actually tied the knot. So we'll keep you abreast on whether or not um, 
to Justin Bieber has gotten married. Well, also on the 20th, um, again, I got to gotta wish them a happy first year anniversary to um, Belkalese Almanzar and Kiari Chases. You know them better as Offset and Cardi B. They celebrated their one yeah, year talk, anniversary on. Yeah, I talked to my boy 20th. Offset. He said he out here tonight. Yeah, I know. And guess who called? You know what? Cardi's in Milan, though. Um, the Cream Agency, which is, uh, it just launched earlier this month, or the latter part of August, I'm going to say. Um, that's um, Cardi's publisher. That's her agency. And so, you know, Offset watched his first show during uh, Fashion Week in New York. And so this week, or yesterday, I'm sorry, yesterday, um, Hennessy walked in the fashion show in Milan. And um, her girlfriend was in the show as well. So uh, the cream agency is bringing on, you know, some, you know, Hennessy just was, I guess, not, I don't want to say nominated. She was given the, the honor of being uh, one of New York's most fashionable people. And so um, right. I guess from there, you know, she got the, the fashion show in the line. She needs a little bit of help because she's still, you know, she don't, she brings her own swagger to it. I'll say that. But, um, like she don't know, it seems like she don't know how to walk the runway, and and Cardi even nah, said that it's was an art to it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like people don't understand how much skill that takes to actually do it right. So she looked a little rough around the edges, but she was the you know she was the runway for it to be her first. Um, she worked the runway. So again, you know, happy anniversary to them and. The roots of the cream agency and all they're doing today, Little Scrappy and Bambi um, gave, I'm sorry, well, Bambi gave birth to their second child, a boy by the name of Breland. Again, he was born today. No no details on the length or the weight yet, but congratulations to them on the birth of their second child. They do have a daughter, um, Imani. I think she's probably like 9 or 10, maybe, or 10 or 11. Don't quote me on it. Um, but they have welcomed their second child. So congratulations to them. And we did talk, uh, I want to say last week about, no, I'm sorry, week before that, about Chris Brown and his drama with his big mom, right? So she now has given a reason to the court why she's seeking an increase in child support. According to Blast, she needs the increase to protect royalty from Chris Brown's fans who try to take pictures of her. And we're not talking about no little increase, you know, yeah. I think she's paying like fifty five hundred a month now. And she wanna jump like like twenty five thousand or something. Yeah, yeah that's ridiculous. Don't don't know Shorty needs that. No. You know what I'm no. saying? Like and this this is my thing. This is my thing. Like, you don't do that to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like I no. understand you and him had a kid, okay, cool. And this is for anybody. You ain't you ain't gotta try to come up on no man. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like Y'all need to come to your own agreement if you can, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what shorty even need 500 a month? You know what I'm saying? What shorty really need that? You could get that shorty a stack every month. Shorty be dipped, daycare taken care of, all of that. Don't know shorty need that. You don't do that to nobody. Mm-mm. Yeah, the shorty can need 500 the way y'all shop. Shit. You know? But. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> he also claims that the two-bedroom apartment that she lives in isn't the safest place for royalty. Who fault is that, though? Who fault is that? You get fifty five hundred a month. You know how I many people stay in houses for way less? 
She's like four, right? Yeah, that's the thing. That woman trying to live beyond her means. That's exactly. why. If somebody, people, people, I think the average person don't even make 5500 a month still cover all the expenses. So if you're not hey. stretching that 5500 right, you're living beyond your means, sweetheart, dial it back. It's sad. And you, you said that, you know, you mentioned that women should do that to men and vice versa. Um, you know, there there are women who are going through the same thing. You may make more than him and, you know, he may have the child and you want to sucker her for everything. So, it, you know, it goes both ways. But, you know, I, I wish I could said, put a woman on child support. Shit. That's ridiculous. I, man, if I could put a woman on child support, I'd be showing my ass. Y'all hearing it here on Indie Fire. I would show my ass. <laughs> Hey, you got that? Every time she late, I call her on Friday. It's one o'clock. Where's that hundred dollars? Oh, I ain't got it Hell yet. Yeah. I'm going on Facebook. Dad be walking. Me and this baby starving. She out here acting like she ain't got a whole baby out here. We need our money. <laughs> I promise you, I will show my ass. Yo, oh, have you seen the cheer? Um, did it like last night? There's a cheer where this chick is talking about. Um, I mean, she yeah. made a whole syrup, like a whole routine about child support, and it's 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 hilarious. I, I don't know if she did it, you know, just for comical reasons, or you know, if there's some shit she's really going through. But it's it's hilarious. If you haven't seen it, I'm gonna send it to you. I Talking about people with money. Right. A couple. She like she got a couple baby daddies. So, um, yeah. speaking of people with money, Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos he has pledged two billion dollars, two billion dollars to fund and help homeless families and rebuild schools. Um, I'm quoting, it says he's the richest man in the world. And Amazon is soon to be the first company to be valued at a trillion dollars. His net worth is $164 billion. They just got some of my money yesterday, so I believe it. Hell yeah. Can't mess around with my daughter and these color guards. Yeah, I'm right on order and makeup and shit. <laughs> um, how the money will be spent uh, is still a topic that's up for discussion. Anytime, you know, because I work with uh, homelessness awareness, so anytime there's somebody giving some money, you know, and rebuilding schools, I'm all for it, all for it. Yeah. And we talked about this before the show. Um, Buffalo Bills cornerback, Bonte Davis, he decided on last Sunday that um, that was going to be his last day in the NFL. And the Bills are playing the Los Angeles Chargers and getting uh, their asses whooped uh, at halftime. It was 26-6, to 6, and dude just bounced. He didn't even inform his yeah. teammates um, before he left. And then after the game, you know, his teammates were saying, that's very, that's mad disrespectful. You yeah, know, yeah. like, if you knew you was going to do this, you could have let us know, um, or you could have at least, you know, once you made that decision, then – Hey, this is how it's going down. I'm gonna get with you later. Nothing. Dude, just bounce. Nah, this why. I'm sorry. I mean to cut you off, but like, I think that was wrong as hell. You know what I'm saying? Because like, football is a dangerous sport. You know what I'm saying? Where like, you really gotta count on the person that's on your team to look out for you. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, you gotta think like, if, like it's like if somebody don't block that line and coming towards the quarterback. If that man don't do his job, that man can have a life injury. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like you playing a dangerous sport where all of y'all count on each other. And for you to just bounce, you can't even finish the game, my nigga. 
Like, you, you ain't actually taking out the game and just be on the sideline for the second half. Right. You just bounce. Like, nah, that's why I can tell. He did release a statement after the game explaining that he just wasn't physically at his desk to play anymore. And, again, that goes back to the mental state of mind of individuals. Um, yeah. His was a bit selfish. That was, you know, because we don't know what he's going through. I mean, he may talk about it later. I'm sure he's going to have to talk about it. But, um, like as was stated, you know, when you play football, that's a team effort. You're not playing tennis. It's not one-on-one, you know. You decided to have a tip of tantrum and you lose. Um, that 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 you you assist in the team, or if it's quarterback, you carry in the team. You know, so yeah, I think it was a bit disrespectful as well. Um, but hopefully, you know, we'll hear more about what really went down in his head. He can't come game. back. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't no. even think he should watch a Bills game, let alone go to one. Hell no. Uh-uh. Wherever they pick it at, don't go. Don't, um, boss oh. these niggas. Actually, don't block them on Instagram or nothing because you need to know where they at so you know where not to be at. Right. For at least another five years. Take a break. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, earlier this month, uh, or I think it was released in August, uh, Rihanna was on the cover of the European Vogue. Um, Rihanna yeah, also graces the cover of Allure magazine for the month of September. So if you haven't seen the article or read the article, make sure that you check it out. Um, also on Monday the 17th, Kanye West, or it was announced that Kanye will be the musical guest for Saturday Night Live season premiere on 929. Now also on 929, um, I believe we got some new music coming from Ye too, um, by the name of Yandi, as in Yandi with a Y. Um, that's supposed to drop on 929. So, yeah, Kanye West fan, um, look out for that. Both Saturday Night Live and uh, new music. You watch any of those hip-hop, loving hip-hop shows? Not at all. Yeah, Not I don't watch them either. But I see the sick name in the news a lot. Um, I think he may be an artist as well, Tommy Lee. Um, she will yeah, reportedly have to spend two days in jail as a result of a plea deal that stems from her DUI arrest in 2016. So she pled guilty to one count of a DUI and another count of driving with no headlights. If she would have opposed the plea deal, then she would have got two years um, in jail. So she would spend her 48 hours in the Fulton County Jail sometime this week, according to TMZ. She's going to be serving her 48 hours in jail. So, uh, yeah. Was she the one that had to wear the ankle bracelet and she was all out in public with it on? I think so. I think so. I think that might have been her. I can't keep up. I don't watch them shows. Um, on Tuesday, the 18th, Marvel announced that it's continuing its expansion of the Black Panther franchise. You saw the movie, right? Um, I haven't. I probably won't see it for another couple yeah. weeks. Like, I, like I, I know it's on Netflix now, but I haven't been trying to actually watch it yet. Yeah, me and my, my stylist were talking about that yesterday. Like, the movie just dropped in February, so why is it on Netflix already? It wasn't a garbage movie, you know? I don't know. Maybe Netflix is switching it up. But anyway, um, if you haven't seen Black Panther, you won't catch it on 3D, but you can catch it uh, on Netflix. Marvel will be launching a comic series based on the Black Panther villain. Killmonger, and Killmonger is played by Michael B. Jordan. The new comic series will focus on the history of Eric Killmonger, according to a Hollywood Reporter. 
Um, it will be comprised of five issues that explore the choices and failures to lead a person to dedicate their life to events. I, I think I want the comic books. I think I do. I do. Speaking uh, of Kanye, uh, Kanye has decided that he's moving back to Chicago. And when he does, he's not leaving. No, he's yeah, he said that he. But you know, Kanye's mind. You know, Kanye's mind. Like one day I'm here, and the next day I'm not. You know, one day I'm this super genius, and the next day I'm this jackass. And so, you know, his mind just flip flops so much. But he says that he's had enough of California, um, and he's moving back. Now, I also read this was on Tuesday, but I read like yesterday. Kim was saying he's not moving with him. Now they have a house in in Chicago, but and they have the house in Calabash. Feel like. Chicago has a lot to offer her kids. No, that's mm-hmm. her whole lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You think Papa Rock right. popping up in Chicago? Right. So she said she wasn't moving. So we'll see what he says about all of that. Um, speaking of individuals giving back to organizations um, or causes, according to the Bleacher Report, Michael Jordan intends to donate $2 million to hurricane relief efforts. And you know Jordan is from North Carolina. Um, so he was devastated that his state, you know, um, or what he considers, you know, I, and I think, no, I think he, I think I'm right, but he um, is devastated, you know, looking at pictures and seeing videos and how yeah. occurred with um, this hurricane. So he will be given $2 million towards towards hurricane relief efforts. One million will go to the American Red Cross and the other million to the Foundation for the Carolinas Hurricane Response Fund. And I know this didn't happen on Tuesday, but it's in relation to this. It actually happened on Friday, so I'm going to fast forward. Um, J. Cole's Dreamville launches Hurricane Forms Relief Fund as well. Um, earlier this month, he had to cancel his inaugural Dream Fest at Dreamville Festival, and that was supposed to take place in like the Raleigh Durham area of North Carolina, and it would have been last Saturday. So he did have to cancel. They made that announcement like Monday or Tuesday of last week that they needed to cancel that, you know, to look out for the safety um, to the show. But what they're going to do is the foundation is currently collecting donations through its website. And they will use its relief efforts in J. Cole's hometown of Fayetteville, North Carolina. Um, contributions such as hot food stations placed throughout the city and temporary housing options for families who may have been dis- displaced throughout the storm. So big ups to J. Cole, big ups to Michael yeah. Jordan, and there's so many other people that you're not hearing about. Um, I know I talked to my, I don't want to keep, you know, harboring or hashing on it, but when it's so close to you, then, you know, for the past week, that's all I've been able to think about is the fact that I can't speak to my people because, you know, there's been no power. You know, some of them just got power back on Wednesday. So for a week, they had no power. Some of them got power back on Monday. And I was talking to my mom, and she was saying, um, because she takes care of the 93-year-old relative, you know, she went to some place, and they was giving stuff out like crazy. You know, like, got like, um, like 10 tubes of toothpaste, like 20 toothbrush, and you know, all of the books that they were giving her, they also know that my mom, you know, helps with homelessness awareness as well. So may not be able to just go up to a place and get whatever they need 
um, that she's, you know, making the little goodie bags that we normally make every weekend to be able to get to them, shampoo, conditioner, um, you know, sanitary products, razors. If you're displaced and you've lost everything, all of this comes, you know, at, I don't want to say at an opportune time, but when somebody can be able to bless you with what they've been given, you know, it, it's just, I think it's the perfect example of um, what it says in the Bible, you know, looking out for the lesser man or the other man. And so this city has come together to help in any way possible. The state has come together in any way, you know, that they can um, to help. And I know there's some residents from Atlanta that are coming up in two weeks for like U-Haul, you know, worth of um, goods and non-perishable, you know, goods and, and clothing. So, like I said on Thursday, if there's any way that you can support in any way, for a person who's lost everything, a little bit means a lot. So, if you can, please make sure that you do. Um, your girl, Bad Baby, you know her as, um, uh-huh. me outside. Uh-huh. that chick has Yes, uh, the rest child. She has dropped her long-awaited mixtape, 15 tracks. Who, wait, who was waiting? Um, I don't like this losing long-awaited. Oh, Willie Miller. Who was waiting? <laughs> Yo, I'm quoting right now. I'm quoting. Long-awaited. Okay. I know who was waiting, but, but, you know, I wasn't waiting for it. But 15 tracks, and feature, uh, they feature individuals uh, like Lil Yachty, Asian Doll, Lil Baby, City Girls, and Ty Dollar Sign. I was shocked when I saw the last one. I was like, "Ugh, well." No, so, yeah, I think she's on Atlantic. So all we hear, yeah, I think all them artists that you named is on Atlantic Records, and she an Atlantic artist. Right. For you all who listen to it, let me know how it is because I'm not wasting my time at all. Now, every now and again, we hear about artists that are filing lawsuits or you know royalties or. Um, distribution rights or whatever, but this one here, Let Then Came Queen told everybody he got the baby, um, that he was, you know, not keeping the baby from the world, keeping the world from the baby. But remember the other chick last year who said that she was pregnant by him? Yeah. Well, Drake has filed a lawsuit against this woman who claims he got her pregnant. He's suing her for civil extortion, emotional distress, fraud, and defamation. Um, the lady's name is Layla Lace. Said he, he met her during his Boy Meets World tour in England last year. And Drake says that, you know, the sex was consensual, um, but afterwards, you know, it was that was it, you know. And she made up this fantasy relationship, you know, in her mind, this is this is my man. And when he stopped, you know, giving the energy to respond to her text messages, she claimed that she was pregnant. So um, Jake, Drake is now filed a lawsuit against her. Drake, I never listened to BBD. <laughs> that girl is poison? <laughs> yeah, that girl never trust a big button to smile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, did you ever watch Scandal? I don't know if it still comes on or not, because I'm so far no. behind. So, <laughs> not at you all. Know, Scandal, you all watch Scandal. Columbus Short, you know who he was. Um, I can't remember what his name was, but he had to get killed off the show. But according to TMZ, um, Columbus Short has a warrant after his arrest. He failed to appear in court this week, uh, which was a part of his ongoing divorce proceedings with his former wife. He saw that he was a no-show, 
he issued a warrant out for his arrest immediately. So, have y'all seen him? Call 911. You see out there running. Columbus Short from Scandal. You don't know him. Yeah, no, uh, I know who he is. You know who he is? Yeah, like he could have went far. You got to think, like he went from stumping the yard and shit to right. being on Scandal. And then he just fucked yes. it up from there. That's him. Yeah, but now he got his warrant after his arrest. And uh, so, <clears throat> yeah. Um, it is reported that Maroon 5 will be performing at this year's Super Bowl. How you feel about that? I think it's good. Like I like Maroon Five a lot. I think I think they're I think they're worthy. I definitely think they're worthy. Oh, definitely. I mean I've watched them before they you know, Cardi had to track with them. But um I saw something, you know, where there was there's like three other artists that may perform as well. Um so we'll see. I've seen a lot of mixed emotions about them performing. I don't know why, but yeah, I don't. We'll see nobody has came up with a valid reason on exactly. why exactly. they don't support that. Like, I think you could do. Anybody who says that this is either ignorant or not familiar with their track record. Right. Like they've been putting out hits for a long time. Like they got a hit out for every year. For a minute, yes. So um. Now, we talked about T-Pain got arrested. At, I think it was Atlanta Hartfield Airport maybe three mm-hmm. or four weeks ago. And he was able to, you know, just give give them what happened, you know. And he had to pay like a $200 fine. He was there for 10 minutes, and he was gone. Well, Prize was arrested um, at the Tampa International Airport on Wednesday after a gun was found in his carry-on bag. And he was getting his bag scanned with TSA agents discovered a Glock <laughs> in one of his bags, as well as a fully loaded magazine lying next to it. Um, he had no permit for the weapon, and he was arrested by airport police for carrying a concealed weapon. You know, Prize always got a hat on, right? And you really never see how yeah. big that head is. And oh, I see it. Oh, my God. Oh, close up? You know, from a distance, yeah. But close up, that mugshot, ooh. He was pissed off in that mugshot, too. Unlike people we've seen recently, you know, Lil Pom, how he was grinning in his mugshot. Um, nah, Paz wasn't, he wasn't very happy You don't smile all. when you know you're going to get out. Like, right, right. <laughs> you proud of it, like, man, I don't even know if this nigga going to come pick me up like he said. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need a second phone call. <laughs> yeah. Did you, um, are nah, you like, what the face? Hold on. Oh no, like it's uh, no, like I, I didn't, I didn't been, you know, I didn't been to jail a couple times in my day for some bullshit. Every time, it's every nigga is a pimp in jail. Hell yeah! Like I'm pretty sure five years, man, at least two or three pimps. Where, where, where you know what I'm saying? Niggas always hit you with, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I got a couple bitches out there, you know what I'm saying? So I got my like, nigga, stop. And you're gonna always hear, it don't matter what day you go, you're gonna always hear a nigga on the phone saying. Man, you know I don't love that bitch. <laughs> Guaranteed. I don't think I made it that far. I ain't had to stay in there that long that I was in the back. Yeah. And, um, I don't, I don't, you know, khaki, <laughs> orange, 
That's right. Some colors don't really look good on me, except the orange hair. No, I, I ain't never put on a jumpsuit. Like, I didn't know it got all right out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Too, when I'm, you know, ready to pop up on somebody, um, I don't I don't look good in them colors. I can't get my nose done. They're probably going to make me cut them because they like to the weapons. And, you know, I can't get my hair done. And so, nah, I'm going to just, Mm-mm. I'm going to walk away. You know, I'm going to walk away. Do you remember the movie Space Jam? Yes, I do. I, I love that movie. My kids will be excited because my kids grew up with that 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 movie. Um, but after months of speculation, it looks like there will be a Space Jam too. Um, it will actually be coming to theaters uh, in 2019. Um, debuting during the NBA off season. LeBron James is uh, I, I don't want to say heading it up, but um, it was his idea. Yeah, he started. And yes, he got the Black Panther director Ryan Coogler on deck to produce the new movie. Um, he will produce, like I said, and then Terrence Nass, who is a part of Random Acts of Flyness, he's going to direct the movie. So, again, one of our I think it's going to be good. Has, I do, too. I yeah, I don't, I'm worried about the soundtrack. Because you got to think that first Space Jam was the shit. Like, I text my nigga. I'm like, okay, the movie's going to be good, but who going to give him I, uh, I Believe I Can Fly? You know what you I'm know? saying? Who, who going to get this movie a For You, I Will? You know what I'm saying? Like, like every time I hear Monica for you, I will. I get sad that I can't play basketball. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. I don't know. Maybe he'll pull, like, the old, um, the artist from the, that would be hot. I doubt it. But, um, no. Wasn't Carter Carter Five or Carter somebody told to come out yesterday? No, I read up on that actually. It the thing is, it was only speculation that led to people thinking that it was going to drop that day because he never came out and said it's dropping on the twenty first. Because what happened is, is that Floyd Mayweather um, tweeted the, the cover art and put hashtag twenty one. Right. So everybody was like, okay, come out on September twenty first. But people didn't pay attention that Kobe posted the cover art, too, and had hashtag number eight, hashtag number 24. And James Harden cover art, hashtag 13. And Michael Jordan even posted it and put hashtag 23. So people were just posting the cover. Yeah, people were just posting the cover art and hashtagging their jersey numbers. And Floyd's 21 was how long he's been boxing. No, how long he was a champion. He was a champion for 21 years. So that's where his hashtag came from. Mm. I bet you yeah, have so it. that was just speculation created um, by the people. Lil Wayne is going to be honored at the BET Hip Hop Awards. Uh, I want to say they're in October, right? In Atlanta? Um, I, I, I haven't watched the BET Awards in so long. I'm going to be honest with you. I could not tell you. I was like, wait a minute. Then I remember this is the, the Hip Hop Awards. Um, so Wayne is going to receive the I Am Hip Hop Award. His career spans over 25 years, and he has got endless amounts of hits and paired up with some of the music industry's biggest names. So congratulations to him on that honor. Um, yeah, Hip Hop Awards be a little tacky. Like, you could catch a yeah, nigga yeah, playing stage. Like, at the BT Hip Hop Awards. 
Yeah, well, you said we were going to the BT Awards. I'm like, no, 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 no. But then I remember no, the BT Awards and hip hop. Yeah. Awards. So that's where he's going to be. And we can borrow money at. at the BT Hip Hop Awards. What you say? Niggas did what? Niggas borrow money at the BT Hip Hop Awards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how the Ricky did. Soundtrack um, for Pharrell. You know, the one that wears the Smokey and the Bandit hat, Smokey and the Bear hat. Um, I love that guy. Pharrell is. Yeah, Pharrell is set to narrate Illumination's animation of the Christmas movie, The Grinch. Um, and Tyler, the creator, he has composed an original song called I Am the Grinch, and this will um, appear on the soundtrack, and he will perform it for the film. So, yeah, I think that'd be a good move. I think that fits very well, actually. So I'm I'm anxious to hear both the song and the narration. Yeah. Uh, on Thursday, we're almost there. Should Knight, uh, he strikes the plea deal, and will serve 28 years in prison for the uh-huh. murder. He got sentenced. Yes, the death of. Oh, um, he pled I thought, I, thought that, I didn't know he got sentenced. Holy shit. Yeah. He pled no contest to voluntary manslaughter, and he was actually facing life without parole. So um, he allegedly ran over Carter in January of 2015 as he fled a restaurant parking lot in Compton. So, yeah. And I got a friend who he actually, his his whole career really started. He was one of, um, what's the bad man name? Oh, gosh. On Empire. You watch Empire? Like a roadie? What? Was he like a roadie? No, he actually was on Empire, but he was in the bad guy. Somebody help me out. The bad guy on Empire. I mean, everybody's bad on Empire. Not Lucius. Lucius signed. Lucius had some dealings with some dude back in the day. And this dude's sister dated Dre. So whatever that dude's name is. All right, so Charles Clark is my friend. He was on Empire. That's okay. where everything started. Then he had a little cameo in Greenleaf. You know, he had a couple um, episodes in Greenleaf. And then everything just started, you know, moving up to him. Um, and he's, like, on several different networks right now. Don't get me the line on which ones. He's on several different networks. But he looks just like Bill Knight. So when all of this, you know, was announced, he was like, so you know there's going to be a biopic about Bill Knight. So y'all need to let, you know, everybody know I need to be the one who plays Bill Knight. So y'all see me, you know, start to post it about Charles Clark, you know, because I swear he could play, he could play him, he could play him. And he's like a former yeah, I think um, gang member, and, you know, um, he's like, well, I'm going to have to gain like 30 pounds, but, you know, I'm with it. If they need me to play it, I'm with it. So, yeah. No, nah, like, I mean, like, like, I think, like, Shug Knight is a true example. If you need to understand that karma exists, Look at your night. There you go. There you go. Spotify is coming through with a new beta feature. According to Verge, indie artists will soon be able to upload their own music directly to the platform. Currently, music is uploaded through, of course, a label or a digital aggregator, um, and it never gives the artists the ability to upload their own music. This new feature will empower indie artists um, and give them control over their music. 
recording right now. There is no fee to be able to upload things to change, but um, it's coming. I'm um, telling you, I know it's the thing. It has nothing to do with distribution services. It has nothing no, to do I with don't that. Think so. It has everything no. to do with SoundCloud. I think that's because you got to think, like, Spotify is slowly becoming the new SoundCloud. You got to think, you could mm-hmm. already go on Spotify and hear Type B. So SoundCloud is already being phased out anyway, but I think with that move, yeah. it will take SoundCloud's whole market away. I think if I can upload to Spotify, why would I use SoundCloud? Exactly. It's about to be done for them boys. Because you got to think, it's millions of artists who use SoundCloud. Now, if I could get millions of artists to now use my platform, because you know they're going to start charging at some point. They're going to get yeah. charged. They're going to be there doing it for a financial gain. Spotify will probably probably start turning over a profit at that time because SoundCloud is fighting to even stay afloat every day. So they're about to take their whole market. And I feel sorry for them. Chess, my checkers. Uh, Rihanna has been appointed by the Barbados government as an ambassador extraordinary and a all right, this was big, plenty potentiary with specific responsibility for promoting education, tourism, and investment for the island, according to Bill Ford. So people waiting on her to release new music, you know, and she got Fenty going on, got the little lingerie going on, and now and she just, they just gave her some type of honorary, um, honorary something that only three other people got, and now she's been appointed by the government as an ambassador. So Rihanna, you know, she got her mind on other things. She coming with the music. She coming, I I talked to her personally. She coming with the music and a little bit of acting as well. So just be on the lookout and be patient for her. Now, you know, Michelle Williams, formerly a Destiny Child, Destiny Child, um, committed herself. Now, I don't want to use that word. <laughs> she checked into, you know, a mental health facility. Um, she suffers with depression, mental health. Um, and it looks like things are moving in the right direction for her as well as her fiancé. They partnered up with Own TV, which is Oprah's network, um, to executive produce their own reality life? show. Oh, okay. Nah, nah. They got their own reality show. It's called Tad Loves Michelle. I don't think I'm going to watch it, but, you know, congratulations on that. The show will debut on Saturday, November the 11th at 9 p.m. Look at that. You can listen to Andy Fire. Get you a drink or two, and then go watch that right there. I mean, you got to think, like, how many people wondering what Tito Jackson's doing right now? <laughs> how many people wondering what Marlon <laughs> is doing right now? <laughs> exactly. So um, I wish them well, though, on the show. So good luck. Last but not least, T.I. is curating an ATL trap museum or an ATL pop museum that's going to celebrate trap music. There we go. Um, he wants to pay homage to one of the dopest genres of music by creating this pop-up museum. The museum will be called the Trap Music Museum. And it's set to open in ATL on Saturday. No, that's a Sunday. Sunday, September the 30th. So next, next Sunday. The museum will also celebrate the 15th anniversary of Tip's album, Trap music. Well, if you're in ATL, make sure that you, you go check that museum out. 
um, and support what he's doing for that genre of music. Rich, you got some hot topics? I don't have anything. Um, I think I do. I got a little something. This is like a PSA to the ladies. You know, I definitely love all ladies. But come on, ladies, stop showing your ass and posting half-naked pictures to 10 likes. Don't post videos shaking ass before views. Don't do that. You deserve more. And I'm here to tell you. On behalf of Rich and Fire and Global Money Radio, you deserve better than to show your half-naked you ass to 10 likes. That's all I got for y'all. Do better. You do. And that is, you know, again, that's that's subject that we're going to find on um, Butterfly Kisses, you know, um, what you're doing for life. Um, your focus is in the wrong direction. And um, I always talk about, you know, as women, building each other up, not tearing each other down, but sometimes you bring shit upon yourself, you know. Um, stop trying to keep up with what's going on. Stop being a follower. Become a leader. You know, set the example for you for yourself, for one, for those younger females who may be looking up and wanting to admire you, um, set a more positive example for them. Um, so all I'm going to say on that right there. Rich, you got a shout-out? Um, of course. Um, shout-out to the greatest host, my girl and the kids. Always a pleasure. Um, shout-out to the whole Global Money family. Everybody, if you haven't, check out that new Junkie Ish by Cruz Christ. Uh, yeah, maybe it actually. Um, y'all might get a new episode of Coach A tomorrow. Maybe, maybe not. Co-host in the world, Rich. Rich has become like my therapist, also. You know, so that's 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 really good. When you know they can play dual roles, that's really good. Um, shout out for the caller who who called in earlier. I'm not good with remembering names, um, but I do want to say shout out to him. He's rocked with us the entire episode. Um. And I just received a text message that Donovan received the email, so I will be in contact with you. Um, and, you know, especially with getting back on in November on the new Stay show. strong, brother. Yes, most definitely. Um, and, and don't let anyone silence you. Um, you the said this sometimes, so people want to hear. People want to hear what you say sometimes, and the other times, you know, they're not with that bullshit. Well, don't let that affect you. Well, um, yeah. People hearing him, we don't want to hear that shit, Sharice. That ain't cool. Right, right. And there's always going to be somebody, you know, stay away from that negative energy and keep promoting and putting out what you're um, passionate about. I'll say that. Kids, you know, for holding me down, keeping me grounded. And um, for all of my family, you know, that, again, just, just made it through the storm. Um, shout out to them. I'll get to see those guys next weekend. I'm excited. So um, with that being said, I'm going to leave you with this quote. Music is everybody's business. It's only publishers who think people own it. That's John Lennon. So we might see you tomorrow on Coach 88 Eastern Standard Time. If not, we'll see you on Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Indie Fire. And I don't even get me to lie on what the the guest name is. Um, I know you got a Cali, though. Uh, so it's on um, the Ricky guy. Um, what happened? Oh, it's the Ricky official Ricky. 
Oh my gosh, I jumped all the way into October. Yes, I forgot we got one more Saturday. I mean Thursday in this month. Yes, so Ricky Official out of Atlanta will be here. He's actually a, uh, I guess a, I don't want that ain't even a word. All right, so he's like in Germany and he's like Japanese and German and something else. But he now resides in in ATL. So he will be here on next. Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's Ricky Official um, on Twitter and, I'm sorry, on Instagram and CW Ricky Official on Twitter. So uh, make sure you're tuning in either tomorrow for Coach 88, playing that by ear, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or Thursday on Indy Fire, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then right back here on Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, because he said, he said, if you can't make them all, He's going to miss them all. Have a good night.